Welcome to the Camp Randall Platoon Podcast. I'm James White along with Sojourn Shelton, Warren Heron, bringing you Badger football news updates, talking college football, a little bit of everything. We got a, a big dub. Yeah, let's get it. Axe is back in Madtown. It's back, man. I was I was proud of the guys this weekend. We sure. talked about how important this game is, you know, not only to us, but to the entire program. You know, they went out. It was a little bit of a slow start, but after that, that was the best performance I had seen from them all year long, and I thought they really embraced the challenge of going out there, went on the road, taking the axe, chopping down the goalposts. It was good to see. But before we break that down a little bit, we'll talk a little bit of college football. It was a big game in college football this past weekend, Michigan-Ohio State. I thought it, it lived up to the hype. Four-quarter yeah, football game, came down to the definitely. last possession. I know me and Soge thought you know, Ohio State would come out on top. Warren, you was right. Michigan, they out physical them. You know, yeah. play from a psychic man. I know yeah. these things. Yeah. So, I, what's y'all <laughs> thoughts from that game this weekend? <laughs> yeah, man, it lived up to the hype for sure. I definitely enjoyed it, and it was, you know, it's good to see a lot of star players out there that you know gonna, you know, go to the next level, and, um, you know, they go out there and perform. You know, I think as you know, from both, obviously, you would, you know, one school is gonna, you know, be upset, but I think both schools, you know, should be happy with the performance and the game that they were given, and um. Man, and it's, it's, it's going to stir up a lot of commotion. So, uh, <laughs> sure. you know, we're going to see how this thing pan out within the next week. <clears throat> and, you know, a lot of a lot of question marks coming from, you know, Columbus, Ohio State. You know, Ohio State 0-3 against Michigan in the last three years. I think Ryan Day's only beat him one time. You hear it from, you know, some of the Has he beat him yet? Uh, one time. Yeah, it's 1-3. Okay. 2020 20 mm-hmm. or something like that. But... You see, they're like Maurice Claret. You see, like a bunch of dudes on Twitter. They frustrated, saying they need to move on from Ryan Day. Obviously, they want to move on from the quarterback that they got. I don't know kind of how y'all feel about that situation. I I think it's crazy. I mean, it's bro. Look, like you they, know what? I, I think it's crazy, bro. The man has had success. You know, he's he's. You know, they've had winning records. They've made it to the college football playoff. I mean, you got to keep giving the man his credit. You know, like obviously we know what football is. We know how how much people love their football in Ohio. Like it is all about the Buckeyes. And yeah. you know, when a team can't be Michigan, I mean, when when they can't be Michigan, they call them for the coach's head. Like we hear it literally. I don't want to say every year because it ain't like Michigan beat them every year. But uh, these last three years, like you've heard it over and over and over again, you know, and whenever it happens on the Michigan side, you know, everybody's calling for the coach's head. So it's just something like you would expect to hear. It's not a surprise that they're doing it. Ohio State, Ohio State fans ain't the great, ain't the greatest. So I'm just going to put it out there. That's how I feel. But uh, I mean, I think you get a man his due. I mean, like I said, you still got an opportunity to make the college football playoff, you know, this year. You know, hypothetically speaking, they make it and he wins a national championship. Then what you going to say? Yeah. Right. Like, is, is your season really banking on beating Michigan every year? If you win in a college football, you know, if you win in the national championship. So I think some people need to like temper it down a little bit like I get it I get rivalry games and stuff like that like trust me we feel the same way you know when we play uh when we play Minnesota but I ain't finna call for my coach's head because he ain't you know yeah. they didn't get the win I wasn't calling <laughs> for it the last couple years nothing like that but I just think that's extreme yeah it's absurd and and to see how that team played like it's one thing you know I know last year was kind of a different ball yeah. game right they kind of they actually blew Ohio State out last year. But this year, you've seen a a totally different team come out there, and they battled and they fought. I mean, you're talking Mm -hmm. about one or two plays going your way, and the outcome of the game is totally different. So, you know, it's kind of crazy to me. You have 
Ohio State legends, you know, on Twitter and stuff saying, you know, to move on. And it just shows you how spoiled the program is, bro. You made the facts. You made the playoffs last year. And, you know, I mean, you plays for the chip. Literally, literally the best team. Like, I know we talk about all those other teams like, you know, um, you know, the, the LSU team and all that stuff. But Georgia last year and then the year they, they lost to Bama in the national championship, those teams have been loaded mm-hmm. with talent. So to come, you know, you, you lose Marvin Harrison, which I believe if Marvin doesn't go out in last year's playoff game, I feel like they win that game. Probably but win, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You win. So you come with your you're a couple plays away from going to the national championship. And then now here it is. You're sitting at 11 and 1. And you're calling for your coach's head, like it's it's just it's weird to me. But you know, it's a spoiled program. I, I mean, I can't even. It's frustrating. It was weird to me, or different is. I mean, I could understand if they've they are usually in contention of a national championship, you know, playoff every spot year. every year. But they haven't been back to the national championship since what 2014. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. So it's been a while. So it's like, you know, I mean, obviously things take time, but um I mean, he's 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 literally one play away or two players away from getting that program back to what they consider the standard. So to be saying he needs to move on is is outrageous. Yes. Yeah, they're not that far off. Like I said, they're a player two from being in the national championship last year, player two, you know, this past weekend from being in the Big 10 championship. They'll be saying a different story. <clears throat> It's like if you move on from him, who are you going to? Like, what's your what's your next option? Who are you going to hire to step in for him? Right. And like we always say, the grass ain't always greener. It ain't just because you bring in a new coach doesn't mean you're going to go out there and beat Michigan next year. Like they going right now they got the upper hand. That's just the way it's been. You had the upper hand for probably like you know ten years or so. Yeah. When we was in school, y'all was handing to him. Now it's their turn. That's just the way rivalries work. If you're going to win every Ebbs single time, then it, it ain't yep. no rivalry. But like speaking of that game again. Michigan player, they talking, talking kind of greasy after the game. You had the Ooh, Roman Wilson, green. About, you know, dudes want to be dressed up in their Louis bag, where you know Louis all this, and then you say acting like you're tough, but they don't feel you not, you not <laughs> tough. And they, they even had a, I, I just saw before we got on a, a freshman receiver. I think he went on IG live after the game in the locker room. He like 18 soft, you know, six soft, like like yeah. talking like he's talking like going gag. crazy like. I don't know what's y'all opinions on all that. Like obviously Ooh. you win is is number eighty two Samaj Morgan, he a freshman receiver for for Michigan. He he didn't really do nothing in the game. He he's a solid little player though. But And he said eighteen he said yeah. Marvin Soft? Yeah. yeah, like But and but but we talk about it all the time. Like this generation is fried, man. They're yeah, different. It's different. It's different. You know what I'm saying? Like and sure. take that from guys who like we know what real talent look like. So to come out here and say like the best receiver, potentially the best player in college football right now with Soft and what he's been doing. I, honestly, he, he ended up scoring against them and he, you know what I'm saying, he had opportunities, which if he's Soft, you know, you know, it, you know, I'm sure Michigan defense had a plan yeah. and he just right. ain't leaving no corner out there one on one. I can tell you that. Yeah, at and all. still had over 100. And still had over 100. So I don't know, but that's the generation we live in right now, you know, going live, call people Soft. Again, we understand it's a it's a key rivalry game, but man, <laughs> Slow down, bro. Cause, yeah. cause you, cause you'll be in the playoffs and, and lose to a team like how you, they did last year. They Not had sure. no business yeah. losing to, right? So, yeah. Yeah. before you get the, you know, 
Just slow down. <laughs> Win this week. Win this week because college football bring all type of stuff. You never know what's going to happen, right? So win this week and then worry about <laughs> everything afterwards. <laughs> what about you? Or how you feel about that? You nah, win the game. It. Is it fair game? You get to talk your talk your stuff. I mean, I think I think I think you can talk your talk a little bit, but also you talking about a guy that ain't done nothing for real. Yeah, who you I you want to you want to be like what he, you want to have what he got right? You want to have what he have? I mean, you talking about like potential Heisman? You talking about like top five draft pick? Like he saw? Like come on now? Like you know, that, he, he doing a little too much. Especially like I said, it'd be different if you know you up there, you one of the guys, like you one of the best on the team, or we talking about you week after week and things like that, and you got something to say. Like you know who who was it? Uh, Roman Wilson, I think yeah, the receiver yeah. that was. Yeah. You know what? Hey, he 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 put in work week in and week out, right? Yeah, he he got the right to say some things. Like he he got the right to, to pipe. You know what I'm saying? But not everybody else got the. Uh, not everybody. Uh, the other you know freshman ain't got the. He ain't got the. He ain't got the. Um, the status to do that yet. Let me say that. Yeah, he he was out of line with that one. That like yeah. like so said. This generation they a little they a little they fried a little bit. That's, that's what it's all about. Like yeah. like my uh, my nephew. They won in the Super Bowl <laughs> down in my uh, down in Fort Lauderdale little league football. The boys won the Super Bowl. The boys doing you know. Fortnite emotes in front of the other team, like like laid out, like play. Like, I'm like, it's different, man. Like it's crazy, man. The times are so. Times bro, I, bro, I saw a video the other day, bro, on IG. I think actually we shared it in the group at some point. It might have been like a month or so ago, but it was like these kids couldn't be no no more than like seven or eight. They like shooting and all this stuff. They playing basketball, playing against another team. You know what I'm saying? They shooting the ball, like doing like the too small, like getting in kids' face, like hair with it. Like, hey, go slow. It's the things that people see, you know what I'm saying? That's where, that's where you get it from. They think like, oh, you know, I can do it too. It's like, nah, just relax. Yeah, it's different, man. But Big Ten Championship game is set. So we got Michigan versus Iowa. You know, most people not going to give Iowa, you know, a chance and you know what to win this football game. I just think you can't sleep on this football team. They well coached. Uh, we know we, we got a rivalry against them. They they beat us this year. They're down to their second string quarterback. You know, he's kind of got better and better every week. He's, you know, took over as a starter. They got to play this game a certain type of way if they want to win. They can't fall behind, let Michigan, you know, get to their complete run game and control the clock. So I don't know what's y'all thoughts on this game, Michigan versus Iowa. Can over with. Can Iowa win this football game or no chance? No. Would you? No, chance? no. No. Let's not even front. No. No. No, no sure. chance. No chance. I mean, no like, chance. don't get me wrong. Iowa's, Iowa's defense has been great. You know, like they've been, they've been, you know, making big plays all year. They've got some really good players, but I don't think they have what it takes to keep up with Michigan's offense. We saw what Michigan's offense can do against a really good defense this past weekend. I think they continue it on through the playoffs. Like, I just – I don't think Iowa has – and they, we, we know they're not going to get it done on offense. Like, it's not happening. Yeah. So, yeah, like – play a certain way. I'm a, I'm a, you know, and I know you ain't even asked, but I'm gonna tell you right now, it's probably gonna be something like forty something to three. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna keep it on. I'm gonna be honest with you. And I think JJ McCarthy is a gamer. So like, just to be able to have the talent that he has, you've been successful on the ground. Again, no disrespect to Iowa's defense; they've been playing really good all year. But I don't think they faced an offense like this. I, I I feel the with the prediction I could see that the only thing is I know Michigan relies on that run game a lot and not that yeah. JJ Holt not that JJ can't pass the ball and get his guys the you know the ball in space but I think 
Iowa has a decent enough set of corners on the outside that if they could slow that, if they could stop the passing game and then slow that run game down, yeah. which they're known for doing. They're known for playing tough defense. They're known for stopping the run. This I feel like this game is like a trap game for Michigan. It falls, it falls right into their hands of the style of football. Now, if they were playing a team like Ohio State, right, who has a run game, but – can, can hit you with explosive plays and not that saying that Michigan can't but you know Ohio State is leaning a lot more onto that passing game so I think it's going to be an interesting matchup I do think like you know if I had to throw a prediction out there like I don't think the game's close but I don't want to just 100% say like this is a walk in the park for Michigan because you know uh, you know Iowa is known for to be able to come out and play good defense but they're, they're going to play in that moment man like even I think the last time they were in the Big Ten Championship uh, I'm pretty sure they played. I they, think it was against. I think it was against a, Michigan. That might have been. A, I don't, was it Michigan? It might have. I want to say it might have been Ohio State, oh, yeah. but no. I, I honestly, I think it was. Was it Michigan? I want to say, but also, but also, and it was a and it was a close game. Like it, it wasn't was a no, close game, but they also so, had a much, much, much better team than what they do now. Like they had a great defense, course. like they do now, but they also had the production on offense. On offense they had yeah. the playmakers. I think they had a big tight end at the time. Noah Fant was Noah Fant there. At the I think time? it was Noah. I think it bro, was they Noah. had offensive. Pro, they had offensive production to be able to get them what they needed to. They don't have that right now. Nah, for so sure. So I just yeah, that's all I'm saying. I couldn't I, agree. I mean, I I just think Iowa fits perfect in this game. I think if Ohio State was in the Big Ten Championship, I think it would give them a little bit more trouble. But the way Michigan plays, I think that's right in Iowa's wheelhouse. They want to play that you know, physical game. Their mm-hmm. defensive coordinator, the skies, coverages, everybody's eyes on the quarterback, make it tough on J.J. McCarthy. The only way they win, they're going to have to create some turnovers on defense, going to have to mm-hmm. create some plays on special teams, give their offense some short fields, and they got to play from ahead. They go down 10-0 or something like that. It's, yeah, it's over. No, it's, it's pretty over. much over yeah. for them. So. That's the that's the way I see. I don't think it's gonna get forty to three. I can see it being like twenty four to ten or like twenty four to six. You think, think they score? Yeah, I think they score, man. Like they they play that type of like ball game, like the field position, possess the ball. Like they gonna have to make some plays on offense to to actually score the football. It's gonna be tough on Michigan's defense. Well, I, I get it, but that's the thing. But like Michigan has it really good. And we don't talk about Michigan's defense a lot because how good their offense has been, and how many points they put up. But Michigan got a really good defense too. They got really good players on the back end. They got a really good front. They got a really good front seven. You know what I'm saying? Like. Their defense is is really good, and I think they had. I will may not pass the fifty. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all something, right? And we've all been in these type of games, but you know the football gods got a weird way of yeah. making things out. Like That's I don't facts. like I've That's literally facts. I've literally been in some games where I'm like, bro. I like I I would say like I don't I, I, previously I was like you know I don't believe in you know the football gods and all this stuff but like there's stuff that literally happens where you're like bro what in the world like how the ball bounce off his back land on somebody's leg and he catch it for a touchdown or a first down you know what I'm saying like it's just some crazy things happen fam so you can't just you just can't just scrap them out you know but it's gonna you're be right. you right we'll see I mean they right. gotta. Iowa literally can't have one turnover on offense. They like if they turn the ball over one time, they lose. Like that's yeah. that, like that's like yeah. the the margin of sure. error for them for me. Like like if they go out there and trick it all first quarter, the game over with. Like I feel like they gotta play it a certain way. If they steer anyway away from that, yeah. Then then it could be forty three. They go out there tripping in the first. No, quarter. I got you. But we got some other big games this weekend. You got the SEC championship, Alabama, Georgia, the Big Twelve championship. 
the Texas, Oklahoma State. Then you got the Pac-12 championship, Oregon, Washington. So it's a Florida State, Louisville, ACC. So it's, it's going to be some good matchups and a lot of playoff implica- implications on the line this weekend. I don't know what game y'all looking forward to watching this weekend other than, you know, Big Ten. What y'all looking forward to? Georgia and Bama, mm-hmm. which – I ain't gonna lie. I think that's gonna be crazy. <laughs> and then, man, Washington, Washington and Oregon, man. I think you know. I just remember being so upset with Oregon's coach because he made a. St- <laughs> I don't like to say things are stupid, but he made a stupid call. A couple of them. Uh, a couple of them when they really should have won that game the first time. So you know, I mean, so you know, just seeing how things are gonna pan out now, and, and like you said, it's so much on the line for so many teams, right? Like Washington, you know, if they win this game, they clinch a berth since what 2016, mm-hmm. to which they end up going, going to the playoffs, and they lost to Bama that year. And then just what if? What if Bama beats Georgia? Like it it's so much stuff, <laughs> which we can see it happening, right? Like if any, if there's been any year that Georgia looked human, it's this year, right? So it's just it's it's a it's a really good week of college football. I can't wait till Friday because it starts Friday, but can't wait for till you know this weekend just to just you know plop in front of the TV and watch these big games. What about yeah. you, Warren? What, what games you looking forward to? I mean, obviously the Big Ten Championship. I mean, we just talked about it. Still looking forward to watching it. You love watching Big Ten football. I mean, obviously Georgia and Bama, that's going to be the top game on throughout the country. I'm really interested to see um, – I'm really interested to see Louisville and Florida State. Yeah. Because Florida State just came out of a nail-biter. Obviously, we talked about um, – uh, what's his name? Uh, Jordan Travis. Travis yeah. Their starting quarterback being out. They had a close one against Florida. Probably would have been different had George, Jordan Travis still been playing. But really interested to see if they maintain they, they, they spot – just in case, you know, Georgia go down or Michigan goes down. You never know. You know, somebody like that. So I'm interested to see how Louisville and Florida State plays. I'll see if Florida State's able to keep their position or not. But also, Louisville's been good all year. So, I mean, well, that's going to be a good game, too, I think. Yeah, Louisville, a tough matchup. I, I'm looking forward to that Alabama-Georgia game, man. Yeah, I, man that number four, that quarterback, Milro. Bro, that dude... <laughs> He looked he look like Lamar to me, like a, like mm. a swollen Lamar out there. And yeah, earlier on in the year, he like struggled a little bit. But as this year has gone on, like he, could, he could flick the ball. And he, when he running, he, he trying to run through stuff. So I've been sure. impressed with the way like he's progressed throughout the year. And the throw that he had on fourth down this past week, it was crazy. Obviously, Auburn tricked that off. But I very right well in think, the corner, on yeah, the dot. I very well think Alabama could beat Georgia in this game. I think they're a completely different team than what they were early on when they lost to Texas. On. Yeah, and for sure. Yeah, I, I can very well see Alabama get to the playoffs. Before we get into the Wisconsin game, what four teams do y'all want to see in the playoffs? Not just who y'all think will win, but what four teams do you think will put out the best product for the college football playoff? I think, for me, I'll start it first. I think I'm going to go Georgia, Michigan, Oregon, and then I'm going to go Alabama in there, too. I think that's yeah. the – the, <laughs> I think that's the four teams I, I would like to see in there. I think that would be a great college football player mm. those four teams. <laughs> I'm going to go – so this is my prediction. I'm going to predict Bama wins this weekend. I'm going to go Bama at – I'm going to go Bama at one. I'm going to go Michigan at two. I'm going to go Georgia at three. And I somehow feel a way that Ohio State still sneaks into this thing, man. <laughs> Hold on. Because, I got a question. Because think about it. Okay, because think about this, right? Like, I'm just, let's play fake committee right now. <laughs> right. Um, 
even if Florida State wins, right, which outright, you know, they've had a great year. They haven't really played too many tough teams. I want to say they had the easiest schedule out of all of this. Um, it'll, you know what I'm saying? Um, just with their quarterback being out too, I just don't think, I don't, I just don't see them, even if they win, getting in just because of, you know, just not having that starting quarterback. Um, I really, I, I love Oregon. Like I've been, I, I've been, you know, even with the friends and our friends and stuff, I've been screaming Bo Nix for Heisman. But I just have that memory of when they played Georgia last year. Was it last year? And they I beat them like, like two years, it might have been like two years ago. Two so. years oh, ago, yeah. When they got beat by like <laughs> seventy, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. So I don't, I don't know. It's, it's. I, I would have to go though. Like I said, Bama, Michigan, uh, uh, Georgia at three, and then Ohio State. Two Big Ten, two SEC. I like that. Yeah. I like that. My question, the question I have before I get his prediction is, or this, uh, you know, my fake committee. But uh, you think Alabama, if they beat Georgia, they jump all the way to one? Yeah. I mean, they, they got some you impressive You think so? <laughs> they, I'm still, they still got one loss. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Michigan Michigan will probably be number one just because they'll be undefeated. Most likely, they beat Iowa. I feel like they end up being number one. But regardless. Right. Okay. That's right. Only only reason why I say is because I think the committee, you know, everybody looks at the total product that you've put out. And I think the way Bama has been playing since that loss, like their their old line has gotten way better. You know, the quarterback, he's been playing way better you know the receiver group is kind of like they got a receiver out there that's pretty i can't i can't waddle out yeah 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 (laughs) like they got a decent receiving group and then you know bama defense is always you know they always gonna fight they always gonna bow up in those tough situations so um i think they do and then if you go out there and beat georgia like georgia has been the clear to me you know obviously you know ohio state has was was one I think at one point yep. of the season or something yep. like that, but I think Georgia has been the clear best team in the country just because of what they've done the past two years. And then here, you know, they're they're strike they're knocking on what a three peat. So, yep. I mean, it, you know, if you beat that team, I feel like you should be number one. Yeah, <laughs> Joe Four Warren. Man, I'm gonna have to say, obviously Georgia, uh, with them being a clear number one all season, just. From a performance standpoint, I'm gotta I gotta say Michigan gotta get them. They do. Uh, I honestly, I think, I think, uh, I still think Georgia beats Bama this weekend. I think it's I think it's gonna be a great game. But I actually think Washington wins the the Pac-12 championship. So I think they'll have an opportunity again. I fear that I fear what happens to Pac-12 teams <laughs> in the playoff. But I think Washington ends up getting themselves an opportunity. I think they play big against Oregon, end up making it. And I actually think Ohio State somehow squeezes in. And they're somehow, some way, Texas loses, Bama loses. You know, obviously they're in front. But Oregon loses, they end up finding a way to squeeze in. So I think that'll probably be my four. Yeah, I think it's going to be good either way. This is one of them years of complete toss-up. Complete toss-up. Complete toss-up. Now, toss-up. To, before we get in it, College football committee, if y'all see that, it's time for the playoffs to expand. I, I don't know. It's next 12, year, right? Please, 12. Come on, man. Let's go. It's, it's time. It's time. Let's and go. I think this year showed, right? Like, you got so many teams that I know after this week are going to be feeling like they deserve to be mm-hmm. at least in the playoffs. And, you know, once you get to that point, that point in the season, anything can happen. I mean, Fast. I don't think nobody thought 
Auburn was going to take Bama literally <laughs> down to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, to the last yeah. play, like a fourth and 30, and you just throw something up and it's a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? So right. this is the best part of the year, and, you know, I look forward to that playoffs expanding. Yeah, it's going to be, gonna be fun next year, man. There's going to be a lot of upsets when it comes to the 12-team 12, 12 playoff. Mm-hmm. Now we, we're jumping to the Badger game. Beat Minnesota 28-14 on the road. Won two games to finish out the year in the regular season. Like I said earlier, I thought this was the – the most impressive win all year long. You know, as a total from defense, offense, special teams, I thought they really came together and played the right way to get this win. I thought I was most impressed with, obviously, Braylon Allen, the way he was able to run the football, 26 carries, 165 yards. We said last week his presence on the field made a difference in the game against Nebraska where, you know, the yardage and all that didn't really show. But you could tell they, you know, they were scheming to try and stop that to slow him down. And this week, I feel like he got back in a rhythm, even still on the bum ankle, the way he was able to rip off some long runs, got involved in the Big passing runs. game a little bit. I thought that was a heck of a performance from him. I said, who knows if, you know, he ends up going to the draft, you know, this upcoming year or if he ends up coming back, whatever he decides to do. I just think that was just a dope performance from him. If that was his last game as a Badger, I don't know what was y'all impressions from the game against Minnesota. Yeah, like you said, I mean, you know, shout out to Braylon, dog, to be able to go out there and I, correct me if I'm wrong. He, I don't think he's beating Minnesota, right? Like, yeah, I think so, yeah, yeah. Right? So, you know what I'm saying? Just to go out there and have a performance that he had. And then, like you you kind of hinted, too, like if this is his last game, you know, as a Badger, whether he go to the league, you know, however college football works nowadays. And, you know, I remember seeing I seen a clip of him and Coach Fickle after the game, and he was pretty emotional, you know. Yeah. So, you know, you can always assume, but – you know, when I see somebody crying like that and, you know, with those type of emotions, um, you know, you just never know, right? Like if he does, you know, move on to the NFL. But just for him to go out there and have that performance, shout out to him. I was really impressed by Tanner, bro. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, oh, just big time, big time, right? Like made some big time throws and then just how he was able to just use his legs. Like he could really be, you know what I'm saying, a... You know, a chess piece and a threat when it comes to that, which he has the X Factor, which he has done, you know, quite a lot this season. But, you know, just the way he was running out there, making guys miss, fighting for extra yards like that performance by him was was big to me, you know, just as you know, just as big as is Braylon's performance. What about you, Juan? Who was you, or what was your takes on the game this weekend? Bro, I love. It. I think this was the closest thing to like a, uh, a playing a complete game as we've been all year, and it was awesome to see it come down not only against Minnesota but also to like see it come toward the end of the season. You know, to at least have a game like that. You know, it'd have been hard to go through a whole season and not being able to exercise a complete game like we know we could. But you know, guys stepping up, making plays. Braylon had an amazing game. Shout out to Braylon playing. You know, you know, on an ankle you know things like that bothering them and still being able to rumble uh tanner coming off of that hand a couple weeks back or a week or so ago and you know playing the way he did no fear like you really saw the toughness and the grit from the guys like they really took this week seriously and you can tell that they prepared like it right especially the way we played in the game you know so i really think that the guys took the coaching i mean it looked like you know I don't want to say everything was working, but majority of it was working. You know, we were hitting guys in the past game for the most part. You know, Will Pauling was 
phenomenal. Wasn't sure if he was going to play. He came out, showed some yeah. toughness through injury. You know, you had guys flying around the field on defense, smacking folk. Like, <laughs> bro, I was happy, bro. I was excited, bro. I'm hearing smacking. Like, I got, you know, my, my, my sound bar with the HDMI. All that stuff. <laughs> I'm like, crack, crack. You know what I'm saying? But, no, it was good, man. As you can tell, like, we're all excited about it, bro. Being able to see not only us win and get the axe back, but also just see the guys put together a full game and be able to have some confidence going into the bowl game. Yeah, for sure. I thought Tanner had a gritty performance. I know it wasn't, you know, over 200 yards passing and all that, but I, I will give, you know, the OC Phil Longo some credit. You know, all year mm -hmm. long, the passing game hasn't been, you know, as great as what we thought it was going to be throughout the year, but he's used Tanner's legs, whether it's on third down, design runs, you know, using his mobility and his work and his got us plenty of conversions, whether it was designed or whether you know, it was him doing it on his own. I thought he showed a lot of toughness all year long and had some big runs this past weekend. Also, got to give a lot, a big shout out to Hunter Waller. I think he's been one of my favorite players, you know, all year long. He's one of those, you know, the Wisconsin type guys. What I'll call it is tough. Going to be in the right spots. Going to hit you. Going to make plays in the secondary. He had 12 tackles, you know, this weekend. You know, who knows if he'll end up coming back or go to the league? Because he, I think he gave himself a a big boost in his draft stock the way he's performed this year. I thought he's been a a heck of a player for us. And you heard how much it meant to him, you know, two weeks ago where he called everybody out. Know, before the Nebraska game to see you know, what everybody's buy-in was going to be. And he he's going out there showing it every week what he's all about. So mm -hmm. I thought he was, you know, he's been great all year for us. I, I ho Hopefully he comes back because I think he's a big part of what that defense, you know, wants to be going forward. And also, you know, Ricardo had another INT, which was dope for him. Big yeah, time, yeah. Big, big plays. Hopefully, hopefully he come back too. But like I said, oh. <laughs> he got, got six INT. It was hard to come back, you know, on something like that. And even the, the other corner that started – I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Ten for Kareem. I think he he played well these last two weeks. He Very well. Had a couple sacks, a little corner blitzes the past two weeks, and he's been solid in coverage. I don't know what year it is for him, but I think he could build off these last two games he had. I don't know if anybody else stood out for y'all over this these last couple weeks uh, that you can kind of see the team building, you know, on going forward. I think that's important. Like obviously, some guys are going to be going yeah. to the league, transferring. Who, who knows? But. You got to have, like, those cornerstone pieces that, you know, Fickle can rely upon, the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator can rely upon going forward. Yeah. Yeah, I, like, you, like you said, I mean, obviously, Ricardo, um, Hunter, man, but somebody that's still – he's been standing out the whole year, but he just continued to make plays, and that's Will, man. And, you yeah. know, just obviously, you know, being reliable on third down and all that stuff, but it just seems like he always finds a way to get in that end zone when we need him, so – you know, big ups to Will. And I'm really interested, you know, obviously going into the Big Ten Championship week, this is when all the awards start to come out as far as like first team, honorable mention. So, you know, we got some guys that, you know, made some big plays and contributed to us even in this down year um, with Will, obviously B.A., you know, um, Ricardo. So I'm just I'm just excited to see those guys, you know, get the credit and the accolades. And, um, you know, like you said, whether they come back or not, you know, we always appreciative of what any player can do for our program. And those guys definitely left a stamp if, if this is the last time. Well, you know, for Braylon and, um, and Ricardo, if this is the last time we see them in a Badger uniform. What about you? Where anybody stood out, you know, throughout the year, this past game that, you know, could be a building piece for us going forward. For sure. Um, 
man, I mean, we talk about it. We talked about it earlier in the season. You know, I talk about the linebackers, man. They play some really good football. You know, they're very disciplined. They're very sound. You know, they fly from sideline to sideline. So I definitely want to give a big hats off to them. But I also want to give a hats off to the O-line, bro, especially yeah. after this past week, bro. They played a really, really good game, bro. They didn't let up any sacks. You know, might have been a couple pressures here and there. But, you know, opening up holes for, you know, Tanner to be able to get out of the pocket or, you know, make, you know, allow Braylon to rush for, what he rush? for almost 200 six 100 and some yard 200 some yard 165 but like you know you don't do that without an offensive line and the boys <laughs> put in work this past week so definitely want to give a hats off to the offensive line the boys was very physical this week yeah most definitely man and like, shout out to the badgers man we're proud of the way y'all boys out. compete all year long wasn't pretty sure. a lot of ups and downs but y'all finished out the season the right way two trophy games you know back to back you know, making it to a bowl game. We'll see where we end up as far as that, who we end up playing. We'll be excited watching that. And I think it's a bright future going forward. I know, you know I'm geeked up. I'm sure y'all probably geeked up to see you know, what the recruiting class will look like, who's going to be returning to see what this team looked like in 2024. I'm I'm definitely excited. And I said, that's a wrap for this week's. I got Can't one more thing to say. Yeah, ahead. me too. I got one more thing to say. Yeah. So, I slipped up. In the moment, just <laughs> Twitter fingers, you feel me? <laughs> I said, you know, blank Minnesota. I didn't say the word, but I put the emoji out there. But I tweeted that they weren't going to make a bowl game. <laughs> bro, I was just about to. That was, that's what I had to say, bro. I'm hot. And I'm I'm extremely upset because these people aren't 500. They aren't. No. So so college football. I don't know y'all gotta y'all gotta if y'all ever see this y'all gotta figure that out, man. Y'all can't be telling these people and telling all these teams that you know you gotta win six games to be bowl eligible, and they ain't winning six games. <laughs> And, and they still getting in bowl games. And then you so, let academics save them? Like, man, what? Forget out of here, bro. Come on, man. They supposed to be sink that, bro. Bro, they supposed to die. They supposed to not. Excuse me, not die. But they supposed to. They supposed <laughs> to go take, home and they feelings, bro. Let them stay at home. They supposed bro. to take their exams and be home. <laughs> Christmas but break. <laughs> for Christmas break, but they gonna let them in. So you know, it, people out there, cause I, don't, I I ain't gonna lie, I had a fan, or I don't know who, he, but he was at my neck. So <laughs> I made a mistake, but they not supposed to be in yeah. no bowl game. No, <laughs> you ain't make no mistake, yeah. bro. They got blessed. They that is by grace. Yeah, shout out to they to they still trash. I guess even though you know they not up to standards with you, Dub. But hey, yeah. whatever. <laughs> That's probably why. But I guess before we go, we're going to do the, you know, what do we want for Christmas from the Badger, Badger Nation going forward. I guess I'll start it off. All I want for Christmas from Badger Nation, make it to the college football playoff next year. I think it's a it's going to be open, 12-team playoff. That's it. There's going to be some teams right there on the fringe finding their way to get in. You, don't, you ain't going to have to win your conference to get in no more. So I think with the way they're recruiting, I think I, I believe we could possibly be in if they get the right guys in place. I don't know what you guys would like to see from the Badgers. All I want for Christmas is the air raid offense that we've been promised and hearing about to come alive next year, man. So like you said, that that happens and you know we get better in certain areas. We'll be a part of the, one of those 12 teams. And from there, we got a puncher's chance. So that's what I want for Christmas. All I want for Christmas, and I'm gonna be greedy, I want Badgers in the uh, college football playoff. Now we got 12 teams. If Braylon come back, I want my daughter to win the Heisman. Yeah. And 
I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, make all the boys Even, come back. Ricardo have all them trophies. Have all the trophies. Have all them trophies in the locker room next yeah. year. Have all them trophies in the locker room next year. Boy, you got a lot of requests, man. Hey, bro, it ain't hey, it ain't hard either. Hey, it ain't too much to ask. We, hey, they 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 giving us an opportunity with twelve teams now. Yeah, yeah, they can, yeah. We can make it happen. And my sure. dog Braylon can win the Heisman for yeah, sure. For sure, could man. It'd be it'd be definitely. One of the top players in the country. I mean, he already is one of them, but coming in next year, he'll be, he'll be right at the top of the list. But that's a wrap for this week's Camp Randall Platoon Podcast. I'm Jay's White, along with Sir George Shell, Warren Heron. I said Big Dub from the Badgers. We'll see where we end up in this bowl game. I'll be excited to watch it and looking forward to 2024.